0: listening to the bible 126 show. Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is the new world order is here. And as I covered yesterday, it really is. Now, I have probably been, like you, watching for the New World Order for, you know, around 40 years. I mean, it's been like a major topic. Revelation 13, Revelation 17, 18, and all kinds of scriptures about it. Well, here it is. As of yesterday, July the 21st, it has officially arrived. Now, according to Terry Bennett, It comes in three segments. First, a financial situation. Then a governmental New World Order. And then when it goes to religion is when the murders start taking place. I think he's right. So I'm going to bring you what I think was one of the most interesting articles I've read in a long time. It's an overview of what to expect, of what this New World Order is. It comes to us from a website called The Defender. Headline, Globalists are taking over the food system. It's part of their plan to control us. True. Says the globalist takeover is coming at us from every possible angle. And as I started reading this, uh, I started saying, well, I need to read this. We We talk about this on Prophecy Club all the time. It sounds like this guy's listening to Prophecy Club. But I thought it was a very good overview. But I clicked away from it. Then it came to me, no, go back. And so I started reading it again, and I felt the anointing touch me. That's the Lord telling me, no, you need to pay attention to this. So if God's telling me to pay attention to it, he's probably telling you to pay attention to it too. So anyway, it says the globalist takeover is coming at us from every possible angle. It's what you call a perfect storm. Whether we're talking about biosecurity, finance, housing, health care, energy, transportation, Or food. I'll agree. They're hitting us from every why, Because in the last 40 years, we Christians have been trying to live peaceably and been trying to just get ahead and live our lives and raise our children and have a life. But that's not been their goal. Their goal all along has been to make a world government, just like the Bible says, God has put in their heart to fulfill his will and to agree and give their kingdom unto the beast until the words of God should be fulfilled. So God has put this in their heart to make a world government. Why? So that one day he can bring those people that shed his blood on the cross back down to the wine press just outside of the city wall. It's called Jerusalem. It's called the Valley of Jezreel, where he is going to shed their blood. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, he's going to bring them down to where he was crucified and he is going to shed their blood on top of the same place where his blood was shed. Just like with they threw the babies in the River Nile, and then as a result, some 40 years later, he shed their blood in the water by drowning them. So they drowned some of his children, so he drowned them. That's what's really going on here. Now, only a prophecy student could bring that to you. Financing housing, health care, energy, transportation, food. All the changes we're now seeing have one goal. That is to force compliance with the globalist agenda. Well, I'm going to take it one step further. As a prophecy student, their goal is to form a world government, control everything so they can bring it down to one thing. They're going to put their man, the Antichrist, the Bible calls him the beast, which really is a better word for him. And he's going to sit on the Ark of the Covenant, sitting in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. And he's going to require all people, also the image of the beast, going to require all people to worship the image of the beast. And they're also going to require them to worship the beast. So that he is God, set it in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. And so that he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand, and that no man might buy or sell. That's what we're talking about. No man might buy or sell. So if he had the mark, the name of the beast or the number of his name. That's where we're going. All of this is to force every beating heart to bend the knee, to take the mark, to worship the beast or his image or the number of his name. One of those four, any one of those four things. I can tell you, as I said the other day, it's going to be the most difficult thing that you've ever done in your life. If you think avoiding the mask was difficult, you ain't seen nothing. If you think avoiding the anti-V, you ain't seen nothing. That was only, as I said the other day, it's only about 18 months. But what's coming is going to be a three and a half year battle. And as one of the prophecies said, people will have to return to growing their own food. And that's part of what we're about to talk about. All right, get on to it here. So, all the changers we're now seeing have one goal to force compliance with the globalist agenda. The global food system and protein sources, in particular, are currently under coordinated and intentional attacks to manufacture food shortages and famine. Agreed. The globalist elite intend to eliminate traditional farming and livestock. Absolutely. They want you to be dependent on them, so you got to take the mark if you want to live. And replace it with indoor-grown produce and lab-created protein alternatives that they own and control. So I tell you right now, you better start thinking about getting yourself into a position where you can grow your own garden. Not only your garden, but your neighbor's, because if you don't feed them, they'll steal it. While the presence of hundreds of food brands gives, oh, by the way, Joseph Kitchen, uh, the the wheat that they sell, I, I think I'm saying the word right here. I think it's called certified, but this is the wheat that the wheat farmers buy to plant their wheat. So, yes, you can plant it and you can grow it, josephskitchen.com. While the presence of hundreds of food brands gives the appearance of market competition, the reality is the food industry is monopolized by fewer than a dozen companies, and all of them are Molochs. Now, they don't say that, but I do. In turn, are largely owned by BlackRock and Vanguard. Eventually, your ability to buy food will be tied to to your digital identity What's that? you got to have a cell phone. And it's taking your fingerprints and your face prints and your voice prints constantly. That's what they're talking about. Digital identity and your social credit score. In other words, how much you're going along with what they're telling you to do. They're doing it already in China, and that's just the first step. It's going globally. The globalist takeover agenda is nothing if not comprehensive. They're coming at us from every possible angle. True. And whether we're talking about biosecurity, finance, housing, health care, energy, transportation, or food, all the changes we're now seeing have one goal, and that is to force compliance with the globalist agenda. What's the globalist agenda? Either you take the mark or you lose your head. That's where they're really going with it. The globalists already control the majority of the money and are moving ever so swiftly to convert the energy system into systems that are all invested in and have been taking drastic control measures to control the food industry while running much of it under the radar. If they control the seeds, they can control the food. If they control the food, they can use the digital ID to control consumer access to the food. See, I thought that's a good way to put it, a good overview. It's what they're really doing. While a rash of fires, and by the way, it's not just fires, just all kinds of things, has suddenly destroyed food processing meat and fertilizer plants during a time when farmers are really hurting and supply chain issues are kicking in. Not an accident. An entire traceable food infrastructure system has already been built in men- multiple cities and it is making its way across the globe. What are they doing? They're trying to force everybody on the planet if you want to live, yeah, you gotta take the mark. The USA, excuse me, USDA, FDA have already approved lab-grown meat, genetically modified cattle. It reminds me of the prophecy that says that in the last days, they will abstain from eating meats. Well, I always wondered, why would they abstain from eating meat? Well, maybe is because it's not good for you. Maybe because it's not really grown from cattle. Maybe it's grown in laboratories. And are funding the globalists to research and develop cellular agriculture as well as indoor growers and genetics companies. Now listen to this. We've covered this. See, a lot of this sounds like you listen to Prophecy Club. Union Pacific is mandating railroad shipping reductions by 20%, and in a later article that said 50%. Impacting CF Industries. CF Industries is the one that makes the DEF, the diesel emissions fluid, so that the 18 wheelers have to have that in order for the trucks to start if there are a 2010 model or later. CF Industries Holdings, the world's largest fertilizer company, and Vanguard, BlackRock, and State Street, those are the three worst Happen to be the bit top shareholders of Union Pacific, Blackrock, and Vanguard are at the top three shareholders of C F Industry Holdings. In other words, these are the one percent that own ninety percent—excuse me, ninety-nine percent of the world. I'll say it again: they are the one percent, the Moloch ball worshippers, in my opinion, that own ninety-nine percent of the world. These are the people; that are in charge of just about everything, and that has been a plan. For at least 40 years I know of, truth be known, probably over 100 years. As noted, this monopoly has been locked into place over the course of many years. Slowly but surely, the monopoly has grown under the radar of public consciousness, which has in turn resulted in food getting simultaneously more expensive and less accessible. Now, as the final pieces are being put into place, many are waking up to the realization that we've been massively fooled, massively fooled, massively fooled, I hope you're hearing that, massively fooled, and are now at the mercy of a figurative handful of unelected people whose megalomania is unsurpassed in human history. We call them the Moloch and the ball worshipers. Look, you know, when we take that thing called communion and Christianity, Remember when Jesus, uh, this is not before he was crucified, a few hours before he was crucified. Remember, he handed around unleavened bread and he broke it. Says, this is my body that is broken for you. And they all took a piece. Then he handed around the cup of wine. Today, we represent that with grape juice. And he says, this is my blood that is shed for you. Now, another scripture says, if you don't eat my body and drink my blood, there's no life in you. Do you understand that the the Lucifer, the Moloch and Baal worshipers, they don't come up with anything original. What they do is whatever God does in reverse. Now, what does that mean? That means as Christians take communion, the unleavened bread and the grape juice representing his body and his blood, Moloch and Baal worshipers, only they do the real thing. In other words, they sacrifice humans They eat, I'm telling you, I'm telling you the truth. And if you want to understand the evil out there, if you want to understand Bible prophecy, you want to understand what's going on in the world, if you want to understand where we're going, you better hear what I'm saying. These people believe in eating human flesh and drinking human blood, and the more innocent and the more painful, the more torment they can bring to the person, the better their God, Lucifer, likes it. You have to understand These are the people that own most of the banks, most of the railroads, most of the highways, most of the governments, most of the most of the most of the just about everything. Benjamin Fulford says there's somewhere around a million people that own and control the whole globe. But they worship Lucifer by name. They literally kill people, eat their flesh, drink their blood, and that's how they worship their God. Now, if you understand that, if you can get a grip on that, if you can understand that, look, just look at the communion and understand we do it figuratively. Christians do it with unleavened bread, not real flesh. We do it with grape juice, not real blood. But understand they do it with real flesh. They do it with real blood. Can you get a grip on that? If you can understand that, if you can just let that soak in, you can begin to understand what evil we are fighting. If you don't understand that, then you don't understand we're in a war. If you don't understand we're in a war, you're already losing. Let's go on. Now, I've seen this in a high res uh, video, or excuse me, a high res photograph. And I can't possibly put it on here where it's high res enough for you to see it. But the main thing I think you can read, I want you to look at these companies. Now, I have to give you a disclaimer. And that is, I cannot say that any of these companies are really Molok and ball worshippers. Nor can I say anyone that works for them is a Molok and ball worshipper. I cannot say that any of them break any laws or do anything or do any harm to anybody. I cannot say that for sure. But it is my suspicion that they do. So now look at these. Unilever, what a big company. Coca-Cola, we all drink it. P&G is in Procter and Gamble, Nestle, Kraft, Johnson Johnson. All of these, these are the people, these are the companies that own our food. only like I don't have a count, ten or twelve of them? Again, remember my disclaimer. I cannot prove this. It is my belief that they are, but I can't prove it. I haven't researched it. But they certainly seem to be walking out the Illuminati agenda. The agenda to take over the world. Now, if you, I wish you could see that in high res where you could actually see all of those companies there. These are the people that are at least cooperating and working toward a world government. These companies going on with the article. The growing fake meat market is similarly dominated by a very small number of large foods giants, which again are owned by BlackRock and Vanguard. BlackRock alone holds 10 trillion, with a T, trillion in assets, which is up from 6 trillion in 2017. Combined, the three largest investment firms in the world, BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, have ownership in nearly 90% of all of the Standard Poor's 500 firms. What? Did you catch that? 90%. They have ownership in 90% of the Standard & Poor's 500 firms. Ninety percent. They have ownership now. You want to guess how much? It doesn't. You don't have to be a hundred percent owner to control the company. You don't have to be a fifty-one percent owner. Some of these companies they own maybe I'm just guessing five, six, seven percent, but they own enough to control it through their investment holdings. They secretly wield monopoly control over all industries, so that the idea is that there is competition anywhere in the marketplace. It is just an illusion. There's not really competition. That's the reason when they say you're going to wear a mask, you wear a mask. That's the reason they say, look, uh, you know, you you better get that anti You better get that anti or you're not going to be able to go to a grocery store. Okay, you understand where they're going. You've never learned about their ever-expanding monopoly because they also control the centralized media. They own Fox News. ABC, CBS, NBC, New York Times, all of those guys, they own them or they own controlling interest. It's hard to tell which of the two is more influential, Vanguard or BlackRock, because Vanguard owns a large share of BlackRock. And without even looking, I can tell you that BlackRock owns a large share of Vanguard. Why? Do you recall, it's called hemophilia? I remember as a child reading about many of the kings and queens of Europe, their children had birth defects. One of them was hemophilia. That means you can just bump yourself and you bleed to death. You cut yourself, you bleed to death because it never clots. So they have a real problem. There's all kinds of birth defects within the royalty in Europe. Why? Now, I'm I'm going to tell you something. Again, I can't prove this. But I have heard it in so many different places over the years, so many videos people have sent me, so many articles. You know, after a while, you start saying in the mouth of two or three witnesses will let a thing be established. You can't prove it. You're like, I can't prove. Let me say this. Another disclaimer, I cannot prove BlackRock, Vanguard, or State Street have anything to do with anything bad. I can't prove that. I haven't looked it up. I haven't done my research. I haven't. But again, through the years, uh, you don't come to know, okay? So, there you go. There's my disclaimer. So, what the kings and the royalty of Eastern Europe supposedly were doing were, how do I say? Okay, so King A wants to get along with King B. So, they make a deal. I tell you what, we'll have your son marry my daughter. That way, we're family. Well, that has gone on for not a hundred years, but several, some people say a couple of thousand years. And so the inbreeding has happened so much that they start having these birth defects. Now can't prove that. You know, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is going to lead us into all truth. And so sometimes we Christians know things that we can't prove. But we, in here, we know it. And so that's what I'm going to say. I can't, I'm going to say another disclaimer. I can't say any of these people are doing anything bad. I can't prove that. I can't say they're doing anything bad. But in here, what I believe is the Lord directing me, I think they are. can't prove it, but probably. So it's hard to tell who is who, because it's all so intermarried, and intermixed. In other words, you buy my stock, I'll buy yours. That way you can't stab me in the back because I can stab you in the back, see? Owners and stockholders of Vanguard include the Rothschild Investment Corporation, Edmund D. Rothschild. Again, I can't say one thing about them. I, I've never met these people. I don't know if they're bad people. But I've certainly heard through the years. An Italian Orsini family, the American Bush family, the British Royal family, the DuPont family, Morgan, Vanderbilt, Rockefeller families, BlackRock, meanwhile, has been called the fourth branch of government. You see, they own and control our banking, our medium, our governments, our school systems. As they are only private firms as, as, that has a financial agreement. Let me read again. They are the only private firm that has financial agreements to lend money to the central banking system which is not government-controlled, it's private financial banks. Well, as of yesterday, as of July the 21st, supposedly that's been jerked out of their hand. Now, we know it's not really, but they'll pretend to for a while. After siphoning off some $200 million in taxpayer funds, to get the foundation started, FFAR became a non-governmental, non-for-profit organization. Bill Gates is one of its funders, and its first board of directors included. Deputy Director, I don't need to say all these words. The mission of FEAR is to connect funders, researchers, and farmers through public-private partnerships to support audacious research addressing the biggest food and agricultural changes. In reality, it's been used to undermine food security by increasing reliance on gene-edited and patentable foods. They're trying to control you, trying to control us all with food. In April, it launched a precision indoor plant, this PIP, a private partnership of indoor growers, breeders, and genetics companies with the shared goal of advancing speed breeding and altering plant chemicals responsible for flavor, nutrition, and medicinal value. Trust me, they are not doing this to see that you don't grow hungry. They are not doing this to see that you get good food, so you don't get sick, so you live a long time. They're doing this so that if you're going to eat, you're going to eat their food. And if you're going to eat, you're going to take that mark of the beast. And sad to say, with the new world order started yesterday, July the 21st of 2022, and with world government having its now third world war start, February 22 of 2022. The world government will be first. Not far behind is going to be the world religious system, and what Terry Bennett was told is when it goes to the religious system is when the murders or the beheadings start. In August 2020, Monsanto Bayer, another very good company, helped found a startup called Unfold, which develops new vegetable seed varieties specifically geared for vertical farms. What's a vertical farm? It's an indoor farm where they can do all of their genetic changing. See, this is probably using alien technology, probably from the the reptilians, you know, the dragon, which deceiveth the whole world. And according to them, this GMO already accounts for 75 to 80 percent of the foods Americans consume. Did you catch that? 75 to 80% of the food we already consume, and once fresh produce is under patent, that percentage will inch closer to 100%. The University of California is also working on plant-based, I shouldn't say those words, the idea there is no, is to disseminate through these, I can't say that word, through the conventional food supply. Bill Gates insists that droughts and climate change is destroying our ability to farm, and that the future will consist of populations moving into metropolitan cities where indoor vertical farming is necessary to feed the people. In other words, they want to be the what grows all of the plants, all of the, the meat they want to be able to. If you're going to eat, you're going to get it from them. If this is the case, why has he acquired 242,000 acres of farmland over the past decade while simultaneously investing in indoor vertical farming? Well, I can tell you that my guess is that he's going to shut down the vertical, let me get this right, the horizontal farms, as in the dirt farms, for the vertical farms or the indoor farms that he controls. If he owns the land, he can say, no, I'm not going to plant on it. No, I'm not going to plant that wheat. I'm not going to plant that corn or that rye, that green beans, whatever it is. I'm not going to plant my farm. I don't have to plant anything on it. Well, where are we going to get anything to eat? Well, you got to get it from my vertical farm, from me, and that is test tube meat, test tube plants. Soon, maybe test tube babies. All of this, my brothers and sisters, should be saying, tribulation's close. You've got to be asking yourself a real serious question. Are my roots down deep enough into the rock so that when the wind blows and when the rain comes... My house will not fail. Is your strong? Is your face strong enough so that if you're standing in front of a firing squad and they say, this is your last chance. Or if you're standing in the shadow of the guillotine and they say, this is your last chance. Or if you're on your knees, hands tied behind you with a man standing there with a long machete or a scimitar And he says, this is your last chance to deny him. Are you strong enough? Can you put yourself into a position to where you can say, I'm not going to deny Jesus. I'm not going to deny him. Do what you have to do, but I'm not going to deny him. But understand, just like with Ken Peters, if you go read the book, Fox's Book of Martyrs, You'll hear stories about people that were burned at the stake praising the Lord, and as soon as the ropes were burned off of their hands, they lifted their hands singing praises and worshiping Jesus. See, it's called the Martyr's Blessing. They say that if you die for Jesus, you never feel the pain. You know, King Peter said, as soon he was. He was Cut his head, his head cut off in this dream. He had his head cut off face up. And he said, and as soon as the blade touched my neck, I was gone. Never felt pain. Instantly, I was out of my body. Instantly, I was watching my body being cut in half, blood squirting all over. But I felt no pain. Brothers and sisters, this is real serious business. I don't know when the tribulation starts, but from everything I'm seeing, from me memorizing the book of Revelation, it certainly looks like it's very close. Now, maybe something could happen to delay it, and I hope it does. But now's the time. Now's the time we've got to make sure our roots are down deep. We've got to make sure that we're ready. Do we know our word? Do we know our Lord? Do we Are we sure enough to where he's not going to make, he, we're not going to take that mark. He's there, they're not going to make me take that mark. Are you in that position? Maybe now's the time to get alone and get on your knees and really get to worshiping God and get to really know him. If you've not asked Jesus in your heart, you better get asking You better be asking him to forgive your sins. You better. It's close. And if you're thinking about getting gold or silver, we're going to send you to CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Tell them your Prophecy Club. Hey, love Prophecy Club, people, because they're informed. Also, I want to recommend that you get my Watchman package. I haven't talked about this in a while, but I got them right here. In this Watchman's package, you get two of these two-foot by three-foot big charts. Okay, that's one chart. Let me show you the other chart here. And... Here's the other chart. Great big charts. Two foot by three foot charts. And they are, uh, they're vinyl. They are very nice. Put them up on the wall, two foot by three foot. And I've got them right here. Of course, it's just eight and a half by 14 charts, so I can refer to them. But if I had a wall a little closer to me, I'd put these up here. Also, you get my handwritten book of Revelation. This is where I hand wrote out the book of Revelation all the way through it, all of the scriptures, and I memorized it. Now, all of this, this has all of my notes in it. Here, let me pick a page that has some notes. If you See out in the margin there? It has notes. What I think these scriptures are talking about. And then, last year, I did a School of the Watchman, And it was like 18 hours, I think it was. It's on five DVDs. We're putting all that together with... Uh, five copies of my very powerful book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. It's valued at $355 for a gift of $200. You get both charts. You get the five discs. You get my book and my book. (laughs) My book and my book. All for a gift of $200. Very, very good deal. Also, I recommend you go to prophecyclub.com and get all five of my books. And I didn't write this one, but I did organize it. You get How Pre-Trib One, Daniel, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, Miss the Mark, and you get one set of each of them, which is actually 40 books for a gift of $100 at prophecyclub.com. And if you need to have, if you don't have this right here on your car, you'll want to get it. This is an EMP Shield device. This one goes on a car. All you have to do, it's simple. They have videos show you, but you just put the black wire on the black side of your battery. The green wire attaches to the body of the car, and the red wire attaches to the red side of the battery. And then the back peels off. You don't even have to put any holes in your car. That peels off. You stick it someplace under your hood. takes about 10 minutes for us people that are not mechanically inclined. Probably people mechanically inclined, more like five minutes to put it on. And then you're good to go. If you'll go to empshield.com, put in the uh, promo code prophecy, you get a $50 discount for everything that you order there. Good deal. Good deal. Which is why I'd recommend you go to josephskitchen.com. And the little bit difference here one is you want to get a machine package. I've talked about that before. That's what grinds your wheat berries into flour, put it into a flour bread machine, push a button two hours, 20 minutes later, along with six other ingredients, and you have a loaf of bread, a wonderful hot loaf of bread. Then you decide how much food you want to have. You want to have food for two people a year, four people one year, six people one year. But here's the new part. We just started offering this. We've had a lot of people say, yeah, what happens when the electricity goes off? So I searched all kinds of different remedies. What do you do when your electricity goes off? I mean, I spent many days researching it and it seemed like i had somebody email me hey you know this right here is real yeah but they're out of them okay the, the people got to have them okay just so you can say well there's a really good one over here but if they're out of stock they're out of stock okay we're not going to help us so here's what i found i really like this little unit i've got a setting right here i could reach over and yeah i will here, here in a week or so we're going to get an, another new unit and I'm gonna show you how it all works. But I've got this, I've tested it. I mean, I've actually had this laying on my lawn, I've hooked my electricity, my, my, uh, my computer, this computer has been hooked up to it, uh, my bread machine, here's what I found. Now, so I'm gonna start with the bad news because I figure if, if I'll tell you the bad news, then you know the rest of it is all good, good news. And the bad news is this. Since this little generator is powered by the sun, If you have a totally cloudy day and the sun is not out at all, then it is not going to power your refrigerator and you will get a warm refrigerator. It is not strong enough to do that. Now, here in a few weeks, we plan to offer another one that is going to be strong enough to power it even in such a situation. However, it's going to cost over twice the price of this little rascal. Right now, this is probably the best deal going out there. I'm talking about somebody that has them in stock, so that they can get them out to you. Now, what we're doing to let you know, we're going to do this for about another week. We're going to see how many orders come in. And then based upon how many orders come in, then we're going to place our first large order. And I'm guessing that that first large order will be uh, 40 or 50 of them. But we will see. We'll see how many you order. You order a lot of these, and we'll we'll get them. And we can get them in uh, three to five days. So at least that's that's what we're told. Now, let me explain it. So this is the unit. Now think of this as just a battery, okay? But it's not just any battery. There's three kinds of batteries. Lead acid, like you put in your car, that's garbage for what we're talking about. Lithium, like is in your cell phone, that's still garbage because a lithium only has about 500 cycles. That means when you charge it up, you run it down, charge it, and don't don't run it below 20% or you'll kill the, the lithium. So lithium is not good for this. This is what they call an iron phosphate battery. And this particular one has about 2,500 cycles. 2,500 cycles. And it can go to zero, though we don't recommend you take it to zero. No battery likes to go to zero. Uh, You can charge it all the way, or you going to discharge it all the way down to 20%, and then between 20 to 80%, it charges back up pretty quickly. From 80 up to 100, it, it takes a long time to charge. So we don't recommend you unless you have just plenty of time and plenty of energy to do that. So anyway, it has four two hundred and twenty watt solar panels and it has eighteen hundred continuous watts. The reason that's important is because that little mill that grinds the wheat berries and flour takes about fourteen hundred and fifty. So we didn't want to get it too close. We want to have not we don't want to get it right too close to the ceiling. So it needs to have eighteen hundred watts. This does. It also has a fourteen hundred eighty hour. 1,488 watt-hour storage. What does that mean? Well, my my, my, uh, refrigerator out here uses about 3,000 watts to run for 24 hours. So, that's the reason I'm telling you this is not powerful enough by itself to power a refrigerator for 24 hours. It would need to be at least 3,000 watt-hours. However, to jump up to that, based upon my calculations and what I've seen here, it's it's not worth the price. I'll show you a better way to do it. So here's what they try to sell you. They try to sell you a big storage, but they only give you two little 100-watt solar panels. That's not enough. Then some of them will even, of course, only 600 hours or 600 watts. But what we do is instead we offer, our program is we put together four 220-watt solar panels, four of them. Because you don't get any power out of the battery unless you put it in with the solar panels. So it's better to have more power in the solar panels and less power in the battery. So what we're trying to do is get you a ba- a budget. We're trying to get you something so that it will at least make bread even on a cloudy day. And then most of the rest of the time it will do really, really powerful. And that's what this is. So with this particular setup like we're offering, you're going to have four 220 watt solar panels. That's pretty powerful. So that means it's going to charge your battery during the day. But as it's charging, you can still make bread, run your computer, your cell phones, and refrigerator. This will run a refrigerator unless you get a cloudy day. Uh, it's, It's powerful enough. And probably your refrigerator can go a couple hours with no electricity. I haven't been able to test that yet. Uh, I did try to see if it would go 24 hours and it, it no, it won't. But this is a nice little unit. I've, I've had it now for a couple of weeks and I really like it. So, here's the bottom line. On a sunny day, it'll make three loaves of bread, run your fridge, your computer, your phones. On a partly cloudy day, it'll do about half that. But on a cloudy day, all of them, they're, they're all like that. Okay, If you have clouds, you don't have any power. And it's now partly cloudy, it's partly power. So what we suggest is yes, we're gonna have a more powerful unit here in a couple of weeks, but understand it's gonna be over twice the price. So if you're looking for something to what I think will do the job to make bread and to keep you up and going to how do I say this? For the best bang for the buck, this is what I think it is. Now, yes. I'm looking forward to the more, more powerful unit, and it has not actually arrived. We have actually paid money for it and ordered it, and it's on the way. And as soon as I test, I'll let you know about that. But I'm telling you right now, it's going to be over twice the price. So unless you want to spend twice the price, this is probably the unit that you really want to get right here. Four 220-watt solar panels, and you can use this to make bread. Delicious, homemade, healthy, nutritious, homemade bread. And these are loaves that I've actually made and I've actually cooked and eaten and cut and everything. You get them at josephskitchen.com. Right down here is where you go to order this solar generator. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.